Hello, and welcome to another amazing, well, it might be amazing, we think it's pretty great, uh, episode of Smoking Underground. I'm joined today by Gary Peace. and uh, John. He's behind the curtain. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the behind the curtain. I bet you're I'm not. in the underground. Yes, I'm know. in my bunker. Your bunker. What's better than having a cigar at the top of Mount Shasta? Sasquatch while watching for UFOs. Smoking Underground. Episode Smoking Rituals. Got a light. So today we are talking about a cigar. Can you believe that? A cigar. Burns and everything. That's right. Today, we are smoking for this crowned heads, Mildias Amando. Beautiful stick. It's got a uh, eggshell white, nice little band on it, a gold circle, and a uh, fancy looking M in there. It's uh, very poetic, to say the least. And then it's got a another uh, a tip band that's solid gold that says crown head on it with black lines. It's, uh, it's pleasant. And what size do we have here? We've got 5.38 times 52, and it's uh, what's called Ned Mundo size. It's a beautiful looking stick. To be honest with you, just the size, the, the simplicity of it. Robusto. That means it's going to be a little flavor bomb, especially by crown. And uh, what kind of cut are you doing on it today? Uh, I'm, well, if I had a V cut, I can't seem to find my. It appears to be. It knows where it is, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, I'll probably just do the regular guillotine today and let the tobacco fall off. And, all right. Uh, but I'll be all right. I'm going to do How the about you, buddy? Uh, wide mouth punch. Uh, wide mouth punch. And uh, John, have you smoked this one yet? Honestly, I don't know. I'm at this huge loss. I can't find this month's selection. I had the receipt <laughs> taped up here to my computer and... I will probably venture to say no. I am not. I don't smoke crown heads that often. I picked it looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, we're going to enjoy it for you and make sure that you're jealous. Oh, I'm always jello of you, Devin. I'm always right. jealous. That's I right. know he is. He always tells me he is. It's not the first time I've heard that. Hey. Yeah. So what we've got basically the uh, the Esmundo here to Busto, and uh, it, it appears to be uh, a little bit of a Nicaraguan Peruvian. And Costa Rican, long solid Nicaraguan binder, and an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, practically drips with savory oil. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a toothy stick itself. It's it's not. There's others that we smoked before, man. This silk, the one we did last with CLE, that one right there, boy. Yeah. The Asylum that we smoked last week. Now that son of a gun was not toothy at all. It was smooth. For for a dark one the way it was, that eleven was spectacular. It really, really was. First of all, I gotta ask about I'm gonna ask you two things. First of all, your libation, what you're drinking. Today's libation brought to you by Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship is Kirkland Signature uh tequila silver. I kinda went with a tried and true. It's got a nice agave taste to it. It's clear. It's the silver and uh, Kirkland signature tequila their alcohol in general wonderful they do really good and uh it sells out my buddy josh uh he has a costco member and i don't and he goes by there and every once in a while i'll get a text from him and he'll hit me with a venmo and like rum 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 and i'm like dude i really need some more of that tequila and he's he goes man it's always out and he went there probably about two weeks ago 
and he saw the pallet and it was almost completely empty. The guy goes, yeah, that came in yesterday. And so he goes, yeah, he sent me a Venmo for two bottles. Didn't even ask me because he knows you're going to want to get. So he got me two bottles of, and I paid him and I'm glad I did too. Cause I was, I was almost completely out of it. It's, this has got not as much of a fruity floral vibe to it as you might think, but it would, it's still damn. And I chose it to go with this one. Cause we were looking through our packs and sure. right, Gary. And I looked at all of them and I, I just thought my like professor Xavier touching my head and transmitting so out into the third ether. eye. And I, that's right. Through the third eye, I was poking myself. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, what would go good with a, not a dark cigar and not a super or something that fits right in the middle with a lot of flavor. Cause you don't want something that's going to be bitter. You want something that's going to hit just right. And I thought tequila and because I have a lot of it would hit really well. Um, second, second so, question. What do you think about the band? I love how simple it is. I like how the mil dias is if you are holding and looking at the actual band, it's on the left side of the smaller of the band. And it just looks like a belt buckle, just a normal gold circle, the M in the center. It's elegant because the, the eggshell's flat, flat colored and gold. It's a, it's kind of like a semi-gloss, but it's not like an antique gold. It's kind of like a, just a normal, not a polished gold. It's a, I got to say it's elegant. It really is. You could see this thing sitting in your humidor and be like, huh, I wonder that's what that is. Point, right? And that's, I think that's the mystery of a good band too. Cause sometimes you get ones like the Superfly. you know, it's just this big giant spiral mm-hmm. band and it says Superfly across the front of it. And you're, oh, you're just shocked by the band. But with this one, you're not shocked. You just look at it and go, that looks intriguing. I need to find yeah. out what that is. What do you think about the band? I agree. I, I really like it. This right here would be, to me, it would be like a, I don't know, it would go good in the frame. You know, so I don't, I don't know. It's just, this is almost like a, See, I don't know. This is like a emblem, oh, an art emblem, you know, the way the M is made. Yeah. You know, the two on yep. the left hand side, the two legs are hanging down and the one on the right, just kind of short there, you know, so I don't know. It's just got a, it's got a, the gold around the, uh, around the whole thing. There's got a nice little pop to it and sort of sets everything off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know what I just noticed, Gary, was it's not just a plain piece of paper either. It's actually, if you turn it sideways, it's actually kind of a texture, a very subtle texture too. Yeah, very good, man. Yeah. Very good. You're right. Yeah, this is a, this is an expensive band. Dude. I would say so. This is this actually looks like it had some. Um, this is weighted, or what I what I want to call weighted paper. Yeah, you know, heavy like a cardboard. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it is. Is my voice putting you to sleep, buddy? No, oh, no, no, on. no. I'm just waiting to light the cigar. And yeah, let's do it, man. Let's it's got it. a good nose on it. Um, yeah, it does. That's uh, yeah. It called me. It caused me to cough just a second ago. I didn't mean to do the mic. Yeah, here, it's kind of got. Um, expand on this for me if you get what I'm. I smell it, and you know how we always say, like, not the nastier, but the more like a foot, the foot smells, the better it's going to be. This one doesn't have that stinky, but kind of good smell to it it makes yeah. me think of champagne you know what i mean just yeah, a nice yeah. bottle of champagne and the glass yeah, yeah. And ah that's what that's right yeah, mine's, mine's more of a, of a petting, petting. So, well we're gonna light this thing up and while we do our topic for today uh is gonna be cigar ritual the hobby habits so to speak what are some of the habits that you have in smoking cigar like i got a good example of that but let me light up real quick uh john do you have anything to add uh, no, I'm, I'm just kind of quiet tonight, but I could potentially try to think of a habit that I might have, one of my cigar rituals. I bet you can. I bet you can. 
<laughs> well, I was just thinking about one of my regulars, Marvin, and I was thinking about his hat. You guys are going to like this, okay? So he always buys Perdomo Fresco, Fresco theme, and he will cut the cigar every single time, and then he will turn it over to the spot you're going to light before he lights it and blows on it and tries to push out anything he can. I've never seen anything pop out the end, but he swears by it. You know, keeps all the stuff that you cut, for, you know, getting in your mouth. You blow it on it, the other side. And I'm like, okay. That's actually a great idea. I like that. It is a great idea. <laughs> I've never had any luck with it, but I, I, I'm not as good as blowing on it. Okay, we go. Do you, you, you are, are you, I hope don't piss off. He might. And when this episode pops, I'll probably. Devin's testing to see if and listens that's right he's oh he joins me over there at trust fit i'm gonna rub it in a little bit more in the fact that i beat him at dark the first time a little sour about it well that's about the only thing you're gonna beat him at because you're not gonna beat him at chess no definitely not but he was uh he was a little butthurt about it i'll tell you that so that was one ritual i it's the first thing that popped into my head was ritual i'm telling you every time he does it doesn't matter what a stick cuts turns it around and blows on it I want to kind of try to experiment with that much more to see if there's actually a benefit to it. Opens it up. I don't know. Yeah, I never thought about doing it that way. But what I do with mine sometimes, I don't do it with all of them. But it's let's just say if something has been rolling around my pocket all day, what I'll do is that I'll leave the head closed on it and blow through the footer. And what I'll do with what that does verifies to make sure that whatever keys in your pocket or whatever else is not compromising the binder and the wrapper so you're not getting a hole in the cigar. And if you do get a hole in your cigar, you spin it around to the foot and you blow on the foot without it being cut, it will explode it'll expose any holes that's in the binder and wrapper. Interesting. Yeah, and you can literally if you wanted to, you could wet your finger and then if you feel a if you blow through it and there is a loose hole that you find out, you wet your finger and just go up and down the cigar as you blow on it right there and you find the hole, then you plug it, uh, or you you patch it with pectin. Yeah. But yeah, you can do that. Okay. Yeah, I know John, and I'm waiting on this. John's gonna he's gonna have to be the last because I know John has somewhat of a ritual type thing. He's not telling us. I understand yep. that. I was gonna tell it to you to start, but all of a sudden Evan jumps in. And- oh no, that's fine. Hey John, if you want to put you want to do it, I was gonna save you for last. But man, load it up. I want to hear it. I don't have that many. Rituals. I mean, mine are probably more OCD than ritual. Our listeners should know that I am a big fan of the Calibri Deep V cut. Mm-hmm. I believe in a sharp cutter, and I believe if you have a sharp cutter, you shouldn't have to worry about that loose tobacco on. I'm very, very particular that when I go to do that V cut, that the band is facing upwards, the what would be known as the front of the band. And I cut it at 12, and, 12 o'clock to 6. Interesting. Okay. I don't I don't like, if it's off center, it drives me batty. I don't cut it across unless it's a box press. Then if it's a box press, the band faces up and the cut is 9 to 3. And it's not 3 to 9, it's 9 to 3. I got a question. So you guys can't see it, but I know he can. So you're talking holding it up with his facing up, right? Yeah, you would have the red text on your your band, right? And you'd cut it like this, right? Up and down, twelve to yes. twelve to six. Now, do you smoke it like this, or do you turn it to the side? I smoke it, and that's one reason I think I do it. I smoke it on the quarter hour. I rotate it throughout my smoking to keep an even burn, 
So I will start with the 12, 12 to six, and then I rotate it a little bit and rotate it a little bit. And I can check to see if it's burning a little bit funny, especially when I'm smoking in the car, because I'm sitting there, it's in my left hand and it has a tendency to burn a little bit quicker near the open window. And that helps me track my rotation of the cigar. Now I know, I know that my reaction may sound, you might have, think I'm going to say one thing, but I am honestly amazed at that ritual. That is really cool because I would never, unless it's a box press. Unless it's I a would box never press. have thought of that, man. Not one little bit. If it's a box press, it goes counterclockwise. No, if it's a box press, I cut <laughs> straight across band up and it's always a nine to three. It's never a three to nine. The blade enters on nine, comes out on three. And I only smoke it that direction. I don't rotate it. Very, very rarely will I flip it. I don't know why it is with a box press, but I usually get a pretty even burn. I get more even burns out of a box press than I do a same typically round cigar. No, John, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. I'll be honest with you. I have never put that kind of to it. Now, I primarily wide mouth punch, so it's circular, but you can still apply the principle of rotating it. And I've just never really thought about it. I mean, the only thing close, of, close enough to that that I actually do is if the tobacco is a little higher on the front end or and I'm smoking it the opposite way, I'll turn it over so that the heat rises and has more chance to singe the part that's sticking out a little bit when right. it's not eating. But that's it. When I'm smoking, as soon as I've lit it, I start working the band. So that the band is able, preferably, to, you know, separate the glue and take it off. But a lot of the times it won't. But if you start working it early on, by the time the cigar, you smoke the cigar to the band and it starts to warm the band, the band then is easier to slip off without tearing the outer wrapper of the cigar. And by work the band, you mean kind of like massaging it a bit? So eventually, Yeah, but not pressing on it too hard or anything, because if you do that, then you've got it a gooey cigar under the band. You got a mess on your hands when you press it too hard and rub it. (laughs) That's among other things. This is going to go south (laughs) real quick. I'm going to end that joke in my head that I I was thinking I was waiting on it, man. I was waiting on it. I was. No, John, I'm just, I'm thoroughly impressed by that. Do you want to know the crazy thing though? If I'm doing my second favorite cut, the shirkin, (laughs) and it's got the six blades Right. It can, none of the blades can be at the 12 o'clock position. It has to be kind of a, a one, three, five, seven, nine, eleven type position. Do you mark the outside of your shirkin where the blades are? I look at, at it and just look in. Because I could see you, no joke, getting a file, going to the back, looking at it and lining it up, and then filing the outside in two sections. Exactly. Now, if you're going to do that, you you take it, you put it in your roller on your CNC, and then you gently engrave it. <laughs> there you right. go. Exactly. Exactly. There you, there you are. <laughs> well, I got to say right now, this uh, cigar ash is absolutely perfect. It really is. What, what, did that, what did that guy say? A stack of dimes? A stack of dimes. It's looking good. It, it's almost perfect with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying the flavor. It's not too too light. I've been smoking a bunch of Connecticut. So sick of them. About time. And, yeah. And, but this one is perfect. It's got just enough of that bite of darkness. The darkness. A good little middle ground. I'm, um, yeah, I'm thoroughly in fear. I, I really like it. I'm not sure about you, but the draw 
off this thing. It's like drawing to a straw. It's got a great draw to it, and I love the smoke that it comes out. Yeah. I love a, oh, yeah. I like a, a, a cigar that's got a good smoke draw to it, a good smoke draw. Really enjoy it. You get it and roll it around. You almost can feel it with your tongue. Oh, yeah, this thick. is almost like perfect yeah. cigar like the stereotype of a cigar it fits everything it's when you talk about you know somebody just starting out on cigars you yeah. know you might this would be one of the ones you add to it wow yeah yeah not only good flavor man this is a john what's the price points i don't i've got a receipt over here if you want me to look at yeah, it yeah um i would say maybe add a, a one to to that but actually, no, I don't think I've done a Crown Heads price sheet. So I don't think we've had any price increases on Crown Heads for our inventory. This right here is, uh, okay, this right here, believe it or not, man, this thing right here is $9.49. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, it's $10.49. My bad. $10. So you're looking between the 10 and 15 right? That's not say. bad for 10 this and 12. Thing. Not bad at all for this. Mm. Yeah. No, not bad at all. It's definitely something... And what tipped me off on this was, I think I've had this or another one like it. And we had a customer come in on Tuesday and he grabbed it. And I looked at that. I remember liking it. And I thought that real quick in my head. Yeah, yeah It's a solid stick. Sure as heck is. Well, I mean, it's crowned heads. Cause it's a crown. Crowned heads, I put in the same league as Tatawahe. as a lot of the other Nicaraguan type blends out there. I put this right there in the same category. I mean, just good quality gotcha. type smoke. You know, John did good on this. It's yes. a good selection. Uh, sure. Yeah. So, uh, what's some other uh, hobby habits or rituals y'all know of? Or John, you got anything else? Oh, I'm trying to think here. I got one for me. Oh well, throw it out there, D. The uh, the typical habit I always do. I learned this the first part of it from you to nose the cigar to really get my nose all up in that thing, bogies and all. And uh, really get an understanding of what you got. And then I'm not sure who it was, if it was one of y'all or it was if we had on, but then it was dry pulling on the cigar. Oh, very nice. Yeah. To see if I can notice anything just so I can prep myself. And then the final part of that ritual is I always light the end of it you know, to get it toasted. And then I don't light the thing. I just darken it. And then I waft it under my under my chin, kind of thing. The smoke. I go back and forth, just smelling the first toast of it. Smells very like. good, very nice. I like that. And I do that with all of them now. Very good. It's almost like uh, it's almost like trying to smell of a steak before it's uh, before it's uh, getting ready. Right. You got that nice aromatic coming off of it, you know, and just tintillate, if you will, sort of give yourself somewhat of a tintillation off of it. Man, that's pretty cool right there. I like that. So that's that's my typical uh, ritual that I do with mine. And then about halfway through, I always I make myself do a purge, whether I want to or not, even Very if I'm good. thoroughly enjoying where it's at. I always do a purge Very halfway good. through. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, that's a purging man just brings a thing back to life. It just, it has another, it has another life to it. Pretty cool. As long as you remember to do that, man, you're. And then I, I usually, with something like this, I try to practice, which I've gotten a lot better at. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you got to hold your mouth just right. For so. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not just making O with your mouth. You, there's there's a lot to it. It's I like, sure are. Put your tongue in the right spot, hold your mouth in the right spot. 
yeah. then you don't blow out. You kind of push the. I think we're all sort of a creature of habit when it comes to doing our cigar lighting, our cutting, and all of that that goes with it. I, I've got a different ritual I do at the shop as opposed to what I do either my back deck or my porch, a.k.a. my porch, a chair. It's totally different. If I don't have everything just right on my front porch, if I don't have everything, so drink in the same place, make sure I got plenty of drink, make sure I got plenty of water, lemon water, and then... Make sure that my spot where I lay my cigar down at, right, as well as my ashtray, you know, make sure that that is, yep. because I don't put my cigar on my ashtray. I put it on the little table that I have beside it. And then that's it right there. As long as I got that, that's all. And if somebody calls, I have to answer the phone first before I light. I'm not going to light up and then answer the phone. Answer the phone and light. But other than that, that's all I do. I've been in this thing way too that John got his OCD going, which I love. Yeah, that was, uh, that's brilliant, dude. Cool. I actually looked yeah. up ritual because I don't want this to be an all, you know, OCD type thing. But I wish I could kind sure. of follow one of yours there, Gary. And once I light up, I don't wait on any customers until the cigar's gone. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. You, you, Man, you know, if the phone lying, rings, right? you don't light up until you're done with the Screw phone it. call. Nope. You're done. That's it right there. Go honor system all the way through it. And I would definitely say, and I'm sure this is common among (laughs) many a cigar smoker, 99.9% of the time, I can't even, I've been sitting here thinking about it. I don't think I've really ever smoked a cigar unless I had some sort of beverage. It's widely known I don't drink a lot or alcohol a lot, but I'll have my Diet Mountain Dew. I'll have my whatever lately i've been drinking these zevias and it's a clear drink right now but i'm drinking the orange one and that goes with really well with a cigar and i don't know why the orange Mm, really i don't think that's anything controversial to have a drink with to me it's in the same category as you're not going to eat a steak i don't care if it's a cheap steak without having something to drink with it even if you're just drinking water cigars are the same way i cannot fathom anybody even when i'm driving to my truck and i light a cigar i've got my my water in my truck while I've mm. always got something because you're talking about the temperature of your tongue, you know, maybe you pulled on it a little much. So it's a little too hot. Right, let's drink some water real quick and calm down a bit. I think it goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, there's often times where I, you know, I, I want a, um, uh, I want some type of libation. If somebody, if I'm out, uh, you know, whatever it may be, let's just say at a ball game and somebody comes along, I might say, Hey man, I got a stick here. You want it? Yeah. Sure do. You know, I may not have anything to drink with it. You know, you know, we might have to go to the other side of the field and just hang out over there and I might have to stay away from the concessions. But yeah, I, I, I almost have got to have, got to have a drink with it. And there's very rarely that I don't at least a water and my lemon that are a mocha frappe. Oh yeah. See, I've always wanted to uh, have a cigar with like, you know, those, those yuppie coffee shops, like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Non-Starbucks, like yeah. the really, really high-end coffee snob coffee ones snob. where they make pour over and yeah. they've got custom caramel. They've made them sell, you know, stuff like that. I've always wanted to have like readably a cup of like handmade blah, 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 blah outside with us. That's good stuff. I'm not necessarily a fruit-fruit type guy when it comes to coffee, but if somebody, uh, you know, offers me a caramel macchiato, I'm not going to turn it. I'll smoke right. that. And I'll, I'll drink that and smoke my stick in a heartbeat. Boy, that mix is so, That's man, that mix is so good. That and port. I love my port. 
man, it makes me think I've got a, uh, I still got a bottle of port wine from St. Augustine. That's probably 10 years old now. Never opened. Dude. I don't, I would assume it wouldn't go bad because no. it's wine. Oh, it's rich too. Yeah. yeah it's it's shaped bad. like a teardrop, like oh, a Hershey's kiss. Really cool. I got to get some good friends together. We got to sit with, down with that bottle and just have it. I might. Yeah, man. I love it. I was going to say, none of us have a funny ritual or something. You know, you've got to, you know, you get your cigar and you do a little dance and sing a little song or generally get down tonight. When you watch something on TV, I mean, when you sit down to watch your Alabama game or Auburn game or Nebraska game on a Saturday, is there a certain cigar you have to have? Or, you know, I know certain Alabama fans have to have their, you know, nipple rings in and, you know, their socks Come on. on and whatever. Come on. What? what? Come on. What? There we go. There we go. What? See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Now, you read me like a T. My goodness gracious. If I don't have, if I Gary don't have. was telling us before the show started, he had to make sure his pants were off. Uh, that's, real, that's right. I got a particular area where I dance around with my, just totally pantsless. Got an area I dance around in for two minutes. And then after that, I'll pour my water over on my right side of my chair right there. And I will get comfy, cozy, everything else. That's nice. They try it sometimes. Y'all remember out there listening, if you've got a, uh, a hobby habit, or by all means, head over to underground.com. Where you can find our backlog of everything and uh, send us an email. Tell us what yours is. Please. If you're watching this, or I should say listening on YouTube, or you can actually leave a comment, feel free to leave it there too. All right. Oh, why Devin's doing that little bit of house cleaning. Let me apologize to the poor listeners out there. I got a uh, message through another one of my podcasts, one of my regular big time listeners. And he said, hey, what's up with the podcast? And I said, hmm, nothing. I've been releasing. And something went wrong with the uh, RSS feed and I had to do a correction. And when I did the correction, everything that you hadn't seen in the last couple of weeks showed up in your uh, podcast player. It didn't happen with every podcast player, etc. Just a few and so I don't know, but if you happen to get dumped three or four episodes overnight this weekend, uh, I apologize. But, you know, two weekends ago, I'm, you know, I forget we record a little bit ahead, but I'll tell you, John, uh, you're not the first person I've heard say that he does podcast because there's a few podcasts I listen to and they like didn't drop anything. Because they normally do one every day, and then it dropped three at one time. And it, you know, and you're you're not the, that's not the first time I've heard something like that. Uh, last month, a lot of that was happening. Yeah, I don't don't know what's going on, but paying real close attention, I have it in my phone when I'm supposed to have one drop. So far, what are you what are you getting out of this, Mister Gary? You're oh, down near the yeah, getting a little bit of uh, getting a, a a little bit of earthiness along with a little bit of a uh, I got a little bit of leather hitting me on that uh, and it's uh it's been very very tasty it's been very good smoke and man though it's burning like a laser wow i've been very impressed yeah, it really that. is yeah it's good isn't it i'm i'm mm -hmm. getting this like yeah i'm getting like, it too it's not sweet we're in the same like, like we're this, in the same we're in the same ballpark it's like it's like a walnut you know like a like a, a nice timbered one. not like a sweet one or a pecan i'm sorry that's what i was thinking a, a pecan very nice very nice I like, like that. not like a german roasted pecan where it's got you know the sugar and stuff all over it but yeah, it's kind of like oh, a you. deep cinnamon kind of mixed with that leather kind of oh golly this it's, it's turning quite good and this is about my about halfway down Devin's probably about two-thirds would you say yeah about yeah. two-thirds yeah and i'm about half it just baffles me with this much complaver you're just looking between the 12 the 10 and 15 dollar price range yeah and 
I, I, all I thought of as soon as I was getting all these flavor notes just hit well, sure. I went, I've smoked some $25 to go that just don't have this complete. Very nice. Yeah, you're right. And I, I, I don't know. There's part of me that, that bugs me, Gary. It mm-hmm. kind of bugs me. They, I mean, I know they have their own merit, their own quality to them, their sophistication, their own this, that, and the other. You think about a flavor palette. You think about when you get a meat and three at a restaurant. There's a Very reason good. that formula is like, you got your main entree, you got your vegetables, you got your mac and cheese. It's like flavor different. Nice. And we just kind of go around in a circle enjoying each flavor on the plate. And then you get a cigar like this that kind of does that out smooth, kind of pulls into these nice flavors. And you're going, why can't every cigar at every level be like this? Because I just imagine a $20 or a $50 stick having the same level of flavor complexity, but being over the top, like Instead of getting a steak at, <laughs> it's going to sound terrible, like getting a steak at Waffle House, which is good, mm-hmm. versus getting a steak at Perry Steakhouse. Yeah, like, no kidding. Massive difference. Yeah. Both good. But like, that's what I want in a high-end cigar. I'll be honest with you, there's only been a ever had level of, that I can I can think of. The Alfonso being one of them. Yeah, no kidding. With Alfonso's, man, Alfonso's like your first love. You'll never forget that one. Oh, yeah. I'm still thinking about that. We got. I sell a piss out of those. I sell them. I sell a load of those things, man. I put everything. And that's a $35 stick. When those are gone, they're gone. And I have yet to see the Maduro arrive. And I'm really, really going to jump on that. Delicious. Oh, what's the Maduro one? Alfonso Maduro. I can't remember what he's calling it. But I'm really looking forward to that. And, of course, he's got the uh, Atabay Black. We'll see what that one turns out to be also. Man, yeah. Can we smoke uh, some of those on the show, please? Heck, yeah. Come on, we can smoke anything you want on the show. You just might have to foot the bill for the cigar. I got I got an interesting ritual just popped in my head. I just did something, and I thought of this Uh-oh. because I know you guys are the type of people to do this. Uh-oh. I know. I think John is. Yeah, John, for sure. Yeah. I like keeping the band on no matter what, as long as I possibly can. So I slid mine down a little bit. Wasn't it one of you that always takes it off? That's me. I take it off. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Well, there's a ritual. Yeah. Tell us about it, Gary. Why do you do that? It come, believe it or not, I knew a a old boy who was a a scientist. He came into bars. That's Neil. And uh, Neil Hendrick. And uh, Neil, big old boy. Cool. Big rascal. Uh, Nice as he can be. Uh, Anyway. Uh, I saw Neil, he, he checked his cigar out, Bloop. I hit him, he checked the cigar out, he took the uh, took the wrapper off of it, snipped it, when he did, he peeled the band off and stuck it in the uh, ashtray, and I said, you took your band off, and he said, that's right, he said, because I want to concentrate on nothing but my cigar, that's all, I don't want to think about when I, and because, when I, and, and I have to say this, when I'm out on my my front uh, front porch. Oftentimes, it, you know, I, I sit in dark. I just sit in total darkness, and I'll either sure. watch a show, just in because I live out in the middle of the country, and I just enjoy just the peace and quiet. as yeah. me and my dog. And if you're not careful, you know, you you slide right on down there, and it starts getting better, and you wonder why. And you look down there, and you're like, oh, there's that band. It is. So I just take it off, and I just I make sure it gets off, and take it because if I don't, I'll forget about it. And I forget thing all the way. Yeah, I'd have to say that's a personal preference kind of thing. It is. Yeah, it is. Not not to not to downgrade what he's saying because that's his personal. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I I, I want to keep the band on the entire thing. Yeah, 
like from the tactile to the chemical right. to the visual. There you go. Like it's all a piece of art. I love, like I love moving the band down a little bit when it's close to here. Very good. And it kind of gives me a gauge of when it gets close to the band, you're done. When you can move it right. down as far as you can to where you can get your lips around it, okay. but not touching the band. And the ash is getting smoking it down. So it's probably done. It's going to be done about, you know, as much as I want to smoke it, eat going with it, you got to stop. It's going to start tasting weird and you don't want to pollute that flavor. But I love looking at the band. I think that just adds to the mystique and the whole flavoring, you know? And I like, think that that's, only- I, that is, I, and I think it's well spoken too. Uh, because that actually is an enhancement of the total. Exactly. Uh, it just is. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like, um, put it into words, I guess, if you will, you know, take the, uh, you know, take the number off the race car and drive it around the race. Track. It's just not, yeah. it's not the same. It just isn't the yeah. freaking same. Uh, well, yeah. another similar example to that is like, I'm drinking this tequila right now mm-hmm. out of say, I don't know what you'd call this. It's like a Mason jar that doesn't have the screw thing yeah, on the top. It looks like a ball jar without, uh, without a, the screws on yeah. the top there. So it's, it's. It's got a dog on the front of it, and it, uh, I don't know. It, it was a glass that I had in my, my cabinet, but I like it because I'm, you know, I'm sitting in my truck right now and it fits in really well. But the experience of drinking good libation is not to be, you know, just pushing them back, pushing them back, pushing them back. I've got some Crown Royal glasses that I got from the shop mm. that when you pour into those, drink out of them, it's an event. Even if you're putting cheap swill in it, mm. it's still an event because it's got these notches, these square kind of decorations, yeah. and it's got two sets of them stacked on top of each other all the way around it. Sure. And it lines up with a one finger pour and a two finger. But you can talk to anybody who enjoys libation, especially those of us at the uh, Whiskey Tobacco, and we get a Glen Karen glass. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's got a, a heavy glass base, and then it's got a fat bottom, and it flutes up just a little bit. Oh, I bit. got you. Yeah, I've seen and, it. Yeah. And the whole point is that you can spin it around. You can see everything, smell it, and it channels that smell all in the right. And we even get this little wood topper uh, just to put on top so nothing dissolves away too. You take it seriously, so to speak. We're enjoying the hell out of it. But what I mean is the right glass for the sensation that you're going. And for me, keeping the band on is the right glass parallel allows you to enjoy this was a great cigar, burning it into my vein, into my eyeball, and then taking it off and looking at it and holding it and feeling it. Yeah, that's just that's just my experience and the reason I keep the band on. That's awesome. I think that's great. I think it's a good footnote to those two who are, who are just beginning. Once they once they, you know, smoke the cigar, if good, you know, you really wanna you really wanna, you know, savor that. And that's that's actually a good mental note to do to have that band on so far down in two ways. If it, even if it starts burning the band, well, if you take the band off after you're smoking it, that means to me, that was a pretty doggone good smoke. Like we said, we got rituals and things we like to do. If you got any rituals you want to share with us, feel free to drop us a line. Let us know. Podcast is brought to you by uh, cigars and more Vitola fine cigars. We just enjoy you being out there. If you if you like what you're hearing, just share it with somebody. That's that's all we ask. Yeah. You know, fellow Please. fellow somebody, somebody just get into cigars. This is definitely my other two colleagues here can agree with me. Somebody just get into the cigar game, this is a good podcast because sure you got is. like the cigar authority and they're going into massive detail about this and controversy this and that. And I'd have to say that we 
condensed thing down for the and john does an absolutely wonderful Bomb. like a legal light or legal happenings with cigar stuff and he boils it down to where we understand especially us yeah, and yeah. so just share it around that's all i gotta say right on right john yeah unfortunately no legal happenings this week i looked at a couple of things and i'll be honest somehow i got distracted with car news or something you car news took me off focus <coughs> no driving gloves <coughs> I've heard of that podcast. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The host is kind of a butthole. But yeah, but like that's it. what you get with the muse- museum curators. Don't oh, know there we it's go. True. It's true. <laughs> Other than that, I don't have anything else for y'all today. I appreciate you guys joining us. Today. Gary, John, always a pleasure. Thank always. you. Uh, stick together. Always. As this was good. Look forward to the next one. We'll see you guys on the next exciting adventure. I know every time, and it's as exciting as you think it is, mm-hmm. of uh, Smoking Underground. That's it. Later, everybody. Bye, y'all. Later.